Coming up on Inside Baylor Sports. The madness begins. From selection day to game day, we'll take you along to college basketball's big dance. Plus, add Kobe Bryant and LeBron James to the list of Brittany Griner fans. You won't want to miss what the NBA stars are saying about BG. And a monumental announcement for Baylor University. We'll show you the plans and the details. All that plus drama on the diamond as we recap the week in Baylor baseball and softball. It's a March Madness edition of Inside Baylor Sports, and it starts now. Inside Baylor Sports is presented by the Baylor Graduate School and brought to you by Hillcrest Baptist Medical Center, the official health care provider of the Baylor Bears. By Toyota Tundra, Toyota Tacoma, built in Texas. See one at your local Toyota dealer or visit buyatoyota.com today. By Dr. Pepper, always one of a kind. By Pizza Hut, now delivering Wing Street Wings. Order online at PizzaHut.com or call Pizza Hut tonight. By Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, moments worth covering are never accidents. By H-E-B, here everything is better. And by the Baylor Graduate School, discover, learn, make a difference. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Inside Baylor Sports. I'm Lori Fogelman here in Bowling Green, Ohio, where the Lady Bears will begin their quest for a national championship. We'll check in with John Morris with the Baylor men's basketball team. They are in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We'll hear from John in just a few minutes. But first, here in Bowling Green with the Baylor Lady Bears, the number one team in the country, undefeated as they begin their quest for a second national championship. When the Lady Bears found out their big dance destination, they were excited. They understand this is what we've talked about all year. These six games are what we've been waiting on, and uh, you know we're ready to ready to go. You know, I'm ready to go get on the plane and go out there now. Everybody's healthy today, and you're heading in with a focus like none other. Uh, that I've seen in a while. The Lady Bears wasted no time getting on the board as they scored their first four points less than 30 seconds into the game. And as good as Baylor was offensively, the Lady Bears matched that intensity with dominating defense, holding the Gauchos to 22% shooting and forcing five shot clock violations in the first half. The Lady Bears added to their 46-16 halftime lead and advanced to the next round, winning 81-40. The Lady Bears have now won at least one NCAA tournament game in nine consecutive seasons. They will face the Florida Gators on Tuesday night. Well, our trip here to Ohio has included a lot more than just the games. In fact, our inside Baylor sports cameras are along for the ride, getting all the behind-the-scenes coverage for you, including what it's like to fly with the Lady Bears. Well, come fly now with the flight attendant extraordinaire for the Lady Bears, Brittany Griner. I can use a dream or a genie or a wish to go back to this place much simpler than this. Cause after all the party and the smashing and crashing and all the glitz and the glamour and the fashion and all the coach is up there, they're asleep. That's they're born. This is Jolene. This is our manager right here. Um, so what kind of homework are you doing? Chemistry. Woo, moving on. <laughs> uh, is that Bruiser? Yes, it is. <laughs> hey, we're not going to tell anybody else, but 
we know you're bruiser. We're going to tick, 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 tick. Boom! Hey, so what are you reading? Well, I'm studying for music history. Well, I was studying for music history. Music history? So can you can sing? No? Okay. Woo! To everybody in band, hey, all the power to y'all because reading music is like Chinese for me. Uh, all right, you'll see that handshake at every game. All right, let's get to the back of the bus. Hey, it's a party on the bus, 37,000 feet in the air. Woo! So what do you know about Ohio? I have an uncle that lives there. Has an uncle that lives there. Hey, LeBron used to be, oh, he's in Miami. Sorry. Anybody from Ohio? No, no Ohio people? Trivia question. All right, look, if you get this question right, okay, you get to take the first free throw in the game, all right? What is Ohio's capital? Columbus. Woo! All right, I got some explaining to do to Coach Mokey. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to get that one. How you doing? Wonderful, and yourself? I'm doing good. So I see you got some wings. Do you fly? Mechanic. Mechanic. So, okay. So hypothetically, if there was a problem and we needed you to get to the motor on the plane, which... I don't know how you do that, but how would you fix something? We would wait till it was on the ground. What's going on back here? I don't know if we're supposed to be back here, but uh, we're going. We're going. How are you doing? Fine. That's good. So how long have you uh, been a stewardess? Eight years. Eight years. So do you ever get scared on turbulence at all? No. Uh, I don't know how you do it. I would be terrified. I'd be the worst stewardess ever. I'd be like, oh, you're on your own. Here we go. To the front. Oh. Oh. They have. <laughs> Alright, this concludes the uh, um, tour on the plane. I'm going to my seat. I just got lightheaded. Goodbye. Signing out. Let me get an A. Sick them, everybody. Here we go. Hey! And while being a flight attendant may not be in Griner's future, her skills on the basketball court are something else. Just ask some of the NBA's biggest stars. It's so dominant. I've actually watched her since uh, she was in high school. You know, I remember everybody was talking about this YouTube sensation of this, this woman dunking and stuff like that. And now to watch her play, she is the real deal. She plays with a lot of passion. She's dominant, of course. I mean, there's no one... Uh... There's not many defenses that can stop her, if any, you know, and uh, you know, that's part of the reason why they're number one in the country. It's a world of talent, extremely versatile. Uh, you know, obviously it's a defensive force, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what she's doing at WNBA. Uh, it was awesome. Um, I couldn't stop smiling. I put my hands <laughs> on the back of my head, and I was just like, wow. My phone started blowing up, too. It was funny. <laughs> Of course, the Baylor Lady Bears, not the only Baylor team in the NCAA tournament. We catch up now with John Morris, who's with the Baylor men in Albuquerque, New Mexico. John? Thanks, Lori. And as you know, when the pairings were announced on Sunday, everybody had to do a little learning about the upcoming opponents in the NCAA tournament. That included the Baylor Bears, and we'll tell you what they have learned when we come back inside Baylor Sports Returns after this. 
Welcome back on Inside Baylor Sports at the base of the Sandia Mountains here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And you know, all year, Scott Drew and his team's goal was to make the NCAA tournament. Well, on Thursday, the Bears did just that. Opening play in the pit here in Albuquerque in the round of 64 against the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. The Bears heard their name called on Selection Sunday. And Thursday, they realized their dream of playing in the NCAA tournament. But the Bears' start against South Dakota State was more like a nightmare. Shot is good. A three-pointer is up and in. I mean, they're, they're in the NCAA tournament. They want as many games as us. Uh, everybody's uh, just as good as everybody else. Um, a one seed is just as good as a 16 seed in, uh, in our eyes. The Jackrabbits jumped out to an early 12-point lead, but Scott Drew's team never panicked. If we get up eight, We've been there, done that. We get down eight. We've been there, done that. It's a 40-minute game. Led by seniors Quincy Acey and Anthony Jones, Baylor got back in the game. Anthony Jones, three, good. I mean, I was playing like a senior that didn't want to go home. Uh, didn't want to uh, end my season early. So, you know, we was down, and uh, Coach put me in uh, to spark the team, and that's what I did. Jones's 11 first-half points gave Baylor an eight-point halftime lead, and the Bears never looked back. They played real tough. Uh, they were banging with us, but uh, luckily we were in the Big 12, and like, we're used to the banging. By the time the buzzer sounded, the Bears advanced to the round of 32, and the dream continued. While game one was an all-around team effort, Baylor's third-round matchup with Colorado was anything but. Flips it into the left corner. That slips three is good. Bottom of the net by Brady Heslip. Brady Heslip stole the show in the best game of his career. Man. I was just amazed. It's just, uh, it's just, it's just his time. You know, he's been doing it in practice every single day. Uh, I'm just glad that uh, this game he was on and he was feeling it. Heslip poured in nine three-pointers, including six in the first half. Colorado had no answer for Heslip's shooting. Pierre found me for some great open looks and, you know, with those guys getting attention going for alley and stuff, it opens things up for me too, so it felt really good. Now Heslip and the Bears are back in the Sweet 16 for the second time in three years, but this time things are different. We have our sights set on, uh, on, on higher goals this year. Uh, last, for last time, it was just, you know, we were just happy to be there. I mean, we celebrate this time, but we're not going not gonna to sit on it too long. With the 17-point win, Baylor advances to Atlanta, where the Bears are just two games away from their first Final Four since 1950. Baylor's meeting with South Dakota State on Thursday was the first ever meeting between the two schools. And if you didn't know much about South Dakota State, you weren't alone. First off, uh, do you know what their mascot is? I believe it is the Jackrabbit. What's the Jackrabbit? A rabbit in the desert. It's like a regular rabbit, but it's bigger. Um, a deformed rabbit. I've seen one, so that's what I'm just describing. How about the school colors? It's yellow and red. Black and gold, I think. Um, 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 yellow and blue. How many students go to South Dakota State University? South Dakota State, that's a public school, so I'm going to say about 28,000. Maybe 12,000. I wouldn't know that one. Uh, let me think. Uh, 25,000. 
13,000. You know where it's located? In South Dakota. <laughs> you know a city? Bro, I don't even know a city in South Dakota. <laughs> Pierre? I think that's not right though, but it's my name. What city is it located in? Brooklyn. What conference they're playing? Um, wow. Uh, they're in the Summit League. Summit League. Who's their leading scorer? Uh, Nate Walters. Uh, Nate Walters. What do they need to know about Baylor? Um, they've been coming hard, and fast and strong. <laughs> so that's how they need to be sick of. Well, it's spring break on the Baylor campus this past week, but Baylor and softball were as busy as ever. In fact, some dramatic finishes back in Waco. We'll have highlights when we come back on Inside Baylor Sports. Welcome back on Inside Baylor Sports from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Baylor baseball and softball were busy this week, even though it was spring break, and it included a thrilling extra innings game for softball on Tuesday. Through eight innings of work, the Lady Bears only recorded five hits against North Dakota State, something that worries head coach Glenn Moore. I am uh, you know, still a little frustrated with our hitting. He really wanted to see us break through because we've kind of been struggling. Baylor's Delaney Guy drove in the winning run to give the Lady Bears the 1-0 win. Uh, you know, I wasn't totally surprised when they came out and competed with us. The green and gold next faced UTSA. And in Baylor's second game of the day, Kathy Shelton put on quite the show. She's an unbelievable uh, athlete, fun to coach. She gives me everything all the time. She gets hit in the face with a ball in the first game, comes out and goes four for four in the second game. It's just, I mean, what more can you ask for? Kathy's on fire. You know, she's a, she's a great competitor. She's a great athlete. I think that's great for her. It really pumps the rest of us up. Shelton went four for four, driving in two of Baylor's five runs. Baylor finished their spring break round robin with wins against North Texas, Buffalo, and Liberty. The Lady Bears next host Stephen F. Austin in a doubleheader on March 20th. Now let's turn to baseball where the Bears open the week on the road Tuesday at UT Arlington, then opened a week-long homestand at Baylor Ballpark this weekend and opened Big 12 conference play hosting Texas Tech. Baylor's baseball season began with six straight wins. And the conference season is off to a similar start as the Bears open Big 12 play with a pair of wins over Texas Tech. In the series opener, it was the Baylor offense leading the way. BU racked up 16 hits on its way to a 9-4 win. Josh Looney pounded Tech for three hits, including two doubles. Meanwhile, Josh Turley struck out four in six and a third innings to earn the win. Saturday's game was not as easy. The game was tied 3-3 in the eighth before some heroics from Logan Vick. Vick's third hit of the game scored Cal Tui, and the Bears held on for a 4-3 victory. Baylor earned the series win and improved to 13-7 on the season. For the latest scores and updates on baseball, visit BaylorBears.com. Well, that'll do it for us here in Albuquerque. Let's check back in now with Lori back in Bowling Green, Ohio. Thank you very much, John. And coming up next on Inside Baylor Sports, a record-setting donation and some jaw-dropping plans that will transform Baylor University and the city of Waco. We'll have all the details when we come back on Inside Baylor Sports. 
Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Baylor Sports from Bowling Green, Ohio. With all the excitement surrounding the spring sports at Baylor University, perhaps the biggest news of the week did not happen on the field or the court. On Tuesday, Baylor officials announced the largest capital donation in university history. Elizabeth and Drayton McLean Jr.'s donation will kickstart fundraising for Baylor's new football stadium. The new on-campus stadium is expected to sit along the banks of the Brazos River near Interstate 35. It will include a bridge for fans to walk from campus to the games. Officials expect the stadium to hold about 45,000 fans, but be expandable to hold up to 55,000. On behalf of all of us at Baylor University, we thank the McLean family for their tremendous generosity and their unwavering support of Baylor University. Now we continue with Inside Baylor Sports and our Time Warner Cable Call of the Week. Quincy Acey, the senior, will dribble out the final seconds. Hello, Sweet 16. Baylor over Colorado tonight. 80 to 63. Make your plans for Atlanta. And that is all of our time for this week's edition of Inside Baylor Sports. We thank you so much for joining us. And remember to keep up with all things Baylor athletics by heading over to BaylorBears.com. For John Morris in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I'm Lori Fogelman from Bowling Green, Ohio. We'll see you next week for more Inside Baylor Sports. Inside Baylor Sports, presented by the Baylor Graduate School, has been brought to you by... Hillcrest Baptist Medical Center, the official health care provider of the Baylor Bears. By Toyota Tundra, Toyota Tacoma, built in Texas. See one at your local Toyota dealer or visit buyatoyota.com today. By Dr. Pepper, always one of a kind. By Pizza Hut, now delivering Wing Street Wings. Order online at pizzahut.com or call Pizza Hut tonight. By Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, moments worth covering are never accidents. By H-E-B, here everything is better. And by the Baylor Graduate School, discover, learn, make a difference.